Reconciling the promise, whatsoever you'll ask, of the Father in my name, that will I give you. And prayers going unanswered. It can be very difficult. Difficult in the sense of a Christian coming to terms with it because he can't understand what's going on. I'm going to be right up front and tell you, I can't always understand what's going on. I have to come back, what saith the scripture? There's a very simple but very profound rule of interpretation here. And that is that there, there's no contradiction between the various or among the various statements of Christ regarding uh, prayer or anything else for that matter. But let's stick with prayer. When he says, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, the controlling part of that text is in my name. Now what does that mean? Without going into a long theological explanation, it has, it's a many-faceted expression. It has the idea, what's asked by Christ's authority? What's asked on Christ's merit? And singularly, it also is equivalent to what's asked according to his will. I think the text that sums up all of what the New Testament is saying about prayer and our certainty of answered prayer is found in 1 John chapter 5, where John says, verse 14, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us, and if we know that he hear us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. The controlling factor here is knowing the will of God. Now, if I know God's will, then I will have confidence that God will answer. The question is, knowing God's will. There are certain things that I do know is the will of God. This is the will of God, even your sanctification. I know that is the will of God because God says it is his will. There are certain things that the Bible makes clear to be the will of God for every Christian. Therefore, I can pray with confidence regarding those things. There are other things that I may have to wait upon the Lord and be convinced in my own conscience that this is the will of God. I would enter here a word of warning that Christians, even mature Christians, have to take note of something very, very important. They are still in the flesh, and we are all prone to take things that we desire strongly in our flesh and bring ourselves to the conviction this must be the will of God when we haven't proved it to be so. Once we know it is the will of God, then we can ask with confidence. But even then, there's another thing we've got to take into consideration. Our idea of what God should do in answer and when he should do it, and particularly when he should do it, may not be the Lord's purpose at all. The Lord's answering will be in his time and in his way. I have proved that there are times when I have thought, this has to happen now. 
and it didn't happen now. And I thought, well, some have mistaken God's will, only to find that the Lord did it in his time. And when he did it, I stood back in amazement and said, thank you, Lord, for not doing it in my time, because I didn't know enough. I see a little part of the picture. Faith is taking God at his word. Faith is understanding that God will do all things in the right way at the right time. But unless I'm asking in the will of God, then I have real difficulty praying with confidence. I would recommend any Christian to go back to get George Mueller's little uh, life story and his book on prayer as well and uh, just figure out or see how he figured out, as it were, before the Lord, how he came to a knowledge of the will of God. There is a waiting on God. There is allowing the word of God to permeate the heart, to enlighten the mind, and to instruct the conscience and the will. And ultimately there is a submission to what God will reveal. I can't come to God saying, this has to be your will. You must. I cannot command God and make his will to be mine. The whole thing about prayer is conforming my will to his will. So wait on the Lord. Find his will. Let him instruct the conscience. And then you can pray with confidence.